Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSanto. Depend on News Talk 94.7 FM and 970 AM WMAY. Fear of dentists is a real fear, and if it's uh, something that's keeping you out of the dentist's office, we're hoping that today's show will kind of turn you the other way. Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY with Dr. Tanya DeSanto and the Prairie Dental Group. We've heard so many times, Dr. Tanya, in your commercials of people and smile stories, of people talking about the fears that they have, you know, going to the dentist, that, that it's a lifelong fear. And many times it's ingrained. I think even I shared one with you where I had a dentist who was a little rough with me when I was nine years old. And, and it was just dentistry has changed so much. And you've been able to put people's fear at ease where some people that hadn't gone to the dentist in like 25, 30 years now come regularly, you know. See people when they're not afraid anymore you know they come in so fearful and then they they're just they get over it very quickly but it is a huge fear I mean I, d- I think about my own childhood and I you know oh my gosh I just still have those visions it w- it's horrible actually I mean I was just a child I think I was in third grade and it's funny because I'm gonna fast forward to my husband right now in Springfield and we both think we were at the same pediatric dentist in Chicago there's oh. a one person that we all kind of went to and his mom had told me that's where he took she took my husband and I know that's where my mom took me too so we always wondered if we cried together in the same office when we were little but you know I remember there were no gloves and um you know Dennis just you know they would smoke even yeah yep I mean seriously smoke no gloves just rough and tough and um oh I just it still makes my heart just I still get chills to yeah. my spine thinking about it. So I just think, you know, if that's our generation, you, we can't even imagine and appreciate how terrified a generation above us is. Yeah. So I really do. I, I hear so many horrible stories and I actually they're probably all very true. I mean, as crazy sure. as they all sound, I'm sure they're all true. So dentistry is just so different today. It's so easy and there's no reason to be afraid. I mean, you know, we have machines that, you know, make crowns. We don't even do it anymore. I feel like I'll be a robot, be raised by a robot one day. But it's really so simple. I mean, you don't feel anesthesia. You don't feel procedures. Everything's easier, faster, and better. Um, and I, I just really, I really wish people would get through that fear. But a, a question that came through our mailbox was so powerful to me that um, my office manager um, sent it to me so I could read it on the air from our 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 bag of questions and and if you are out there and have any questions and I tend to forget to bring this up but you can email your questions to office at prairiedentalgroup.com and we will always address these questions for you and some of them we'll even talk about on the air like the one we're going to talk about today uh, always include like photos iPhone photos selfies pictures of x-rays any kind of information that would help us answer your question a picture of your smile a picture of your tooth that you know the more data the better the more information we have the better we can answer your question and it's always fun when you know we have downtime or whatever reason we're waiting on something and we just kind of go over and look through the mailbag it's really it's just fun to sit down and look through and answer questions from people and one of the questions I have here today says dear Dr. DeSanto I'm a frequent listener of your radio program and feel that after every episode I'm closer to calling and making my appointment facing the fear of the dentist it is so embarrassing all of it my fear the neglect fear has caused my smile all of it I wish I could take that first step. Thank you for helping so many people, and I hope I am next. And Charles Guthrie wrote this um, 
from Litchfield and with permission to use his name. So maybe he's asking for peer pressure, his friends to support him. <laughs> so I did answer him, and um, I, I do hope I meet him. I really do. But it's a true fear. And um, I further went on. We've exchanged emails since this initial question. Um, asked him a little bit about his history, um, what exactly his mouth is, you know, why he's so worried about his mouth, what the situation that he's in now dentally, maybe a little bit about his childhood, a little bit about his adulthood and his dental experiences. So I got a lot more information from him. And, and his story is like so many other stories. You know, I was in pain. They're just afraid to be in pain. They're afraid because... You know, they hear the sound and they don't want to associate pain with their mouth. And, you know, obviously his dental visit was not a good one. You know, he was very, he was in a lot of pain and people are afraid of pain. And, and of course, who wouldn't be? So it, it even goes back to children. You know, I, I like to see children as their first dentist. I love that moment. It's very hard for us. We get it. We get through it, but it's very hard to take a child who has had a horrible dental experience and have them come to our office and not be afraid because we have to conquer so many fears and whatever experience they had that, you know, didn't go very well. They naturally think that same experience is going to happen in our office. So we have a little bit of work to do to kind of build their trust and show them it's not going to hurt and it'll be very easy. But I do love to be that very first dentist because I don't have to fight all that baggage. You know, we can start them with a fresh start you know, to the point where they look forward to coming to see us and they know it's going to be really easy. So I do enjoy that. But I wanted to talk a little bit about um, this adult fear, specifically his issues. Um, you know, we we know that probably over 70 percent of Americans have reported experiencing some level of fear or anxiety when they know they have an upcoming dental appointment on their calendar. You know, these feelings are really understandable. Um, we've all been there to some degree, but they also can be dangerous for your oral health like it was in this gentleman's situation. I mean, if you keep neglecting your teeth because you're afraid, the problems are just going to keep getting worse. So, um, you know, someone who dreads going to the dentist is going to put off needed appointments, allowing any problems they have to worsen, probably even to the point that they're going to require more time to fix or more expensive procedures. You know, if you have a little cavity that just needs a filling and you don't get the filling done because you're afraid, well, that cavity is only going to grow. So now you're at the point if you have a toothache because of that cavity, that decay has probably grown into the nerve. So that's why it's hurting you because it's now telling you that, hey, here I am in the nerve, something's wrong. And now there's a root canal needed, possibly a crown. And so the time is doubled, the expense is doubled, the procedures have doubled, all because of this little tiny cavity that, you know, once could have just been a very easy fix. So um, thankfully, many practices now offer various kinds of sedation dentistry. These can help patients relax and feel at ease during their appointments, which is awesome. So we offer all kinds of options for people. And also, um, just to kind of talk about our, our office in particular, 
um, I do have a dental sedation license and there's only about 30 of us in the whole state of Illinois that have this license so which means I can do IV sedations um, I don't do that very often and, and that's just because there's not really a need we have so many other tools in our basket we don't have to go to that extreme there are so many other things and, and, and steps we can take and you know when you combine all of these other tools that we have and it's a very conservative way to handle it people do just fine so while I do while I am licensed to perform IV sedation, it doesn't ever get to that point most of the time. So, you know, if you've ever thought about any of these as, as a situation relating to you, maybe you're afraid or you're thinking about, you know, your upcoming appointment and it gives you anxiety, you may want to talk to your dentist about using sedation dentistry to increase your comfort at your, uh, your next visit. Um, you know, because sometimes the mere thought of visiting the dentist causes anxiety, nervousness, or terror, fear, you're not sleeping at night. I mean, it can be that extreme. Um, if it's difficult for you to feel comfortable, like sitting in a chair for a long period of time, maybe you have a gag reflex or um, constant jaw pain, and that's causing you to not come in and see the dentist. It, you know, and I've even heard things where, like, the sights and sounds and smells of a dental office causes a lot of stress and anxiety immediately. And sometimes, you know, you're in need of multiple lengthy procedures, and you just you just really can't face that, that issue, that you just can't mentally get your head around the fact that you have to go so many times, and you know that's going to be the case. So... And many times you just feel ashamed of your teeth. Fear has caused this. And so, um, you know, there's all kinds of reasons sedation dentistry might be the answer for you. So one of the things, and my favorite, is nitrous oxide. And a lot of people know this is laughing gas. It's the mildest type of sedation that we use. It induces feelings of warmth, contentment. It does wear off quickly after the procedure is done, so it's I call it very user-friendly. You know, you can drive home. So more um, severe dental anxiety may be better treated with IV sedation or what we call oral conscious sedation, which helps patients achieve like a deeper level of relaxation. So that is also something that you know, people can think about as an option. And that's um, where they don't often remember anything about their appointment. They know that, you know, they're going to, quote, unquote, wake up and it'll be finished. So um, all of these options are things that we can talk about as to what kind of sedation dentistry would be best for you and in your very unique situation. Um, but again, I said nitrous oxide is my favorite. We have this in the office. And um, it's also very affordable compared to perhaps, you know, going to the hospital, getting it done with an anesthesiologist. I mean, there's been all kinds of, you know, extreme situations. But it's a very affordable procedure. Um, it's billed out by the visit. Um, by the time that, you know, how much nitrous was used, whether you're using a half hour of it, an hour of it, um, but it can add an extra perhaps $100 to your dental bill versus, you know, a $6,000 hospital stay. Whoa. So, you know, there's a big cost effectiveness to nitrous oxide. It's a colorless, odorless, fairly sweet smelling inorganic gas. And it was first used in dental anesthesia dating as early as like the late 1800s. I mean, nitrous oxide has been around for a long time. So it's a combination of inhaled nitrous oxide and oxygen. And when used appropriately, it's very safe and effective and manages pain and anxiety in dentistry. We use it all the time. So a lot of times, though, I want to say we do use it all the time. 
But it's interesting that many of those patients will take nitrous oxide for the first one or two visits and then realize on their own they don't need it anymore. Yeah. So that's what's really awesome. That's really cool. We're going to have more on this in just a little bit. It's Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry at 748 on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. To give you a voice, MAY, radio you can depend on. Welcome back to Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY with Dr. Tanya DeSano and the Prairie Dental Group. Dr. Tanya, you were talking a little bit about people's fears of the dentist. Yeah, we were talking about that. And it's... um. Not anything to be scared to come back to talk about, right? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Good point. Um, but it's what I was saying earlier is that, you know, we use nitrous oxide all the time in our office. And, and the reason is, is because it just helps people. They know when they come in, they're going to be relaxed. It's just a mental thing. When they walk in the door, they know we have their back. You know, they just know they're going to be okay. So, but what, what ends up happening, and it's time and time again, and I love when this happens, We'll use nitrous oxide on somebody that needs a whole lot of dental work and numerous visits, and we'll use it the first time, and, and it goes really well. And so they are ready to come back for the second time, feeling almost relieved that they they took that first step. Because people that are afraid, they're afraid to walk in the door. Yeah. And that's it goes to that extreme. Sure. They're afraid when they're sitting in that chair when their name is called. They're afraid to be they're afraid when I walk in the room. I mean, you can almost see they're like they look panicked. Yeah, you you brought up a great point about the smell of the dentist office. You know, some people that can trigger right there. Yes, know? yes. So, you know, the fact they walked in the door is a win. I mean, that's huge. That's the hardest part is to walk through the door. And I know that sounds silly, but when you have true fear, that is the hardest part of the whole visit, walking through the door. Because once they're there, then they know they're going to go through the motions. And so it's easier. And this is a quote from one of my patients. It's easier for me to walk through the door now because they know that they have nitrous oxide. Um, they're not going to feel anything. It's going to go well. And the same exact patient now knows that they can walk through the door and they have nitrous oxide, but they don't need it. They know that it's there, though. If they're afraid, they know it's there. But they've had enough visits now that they just really know what to expect. They know the procedures. You know, when you have a cavity filled and you need 10 cavities filled and you've already done four, well, you know how the next six are probably going to go, you know, mm -hmm. just from routine. So they realize they're really not going to need that anymore. And they get through the rest of the procedures, um, the rest of the visits without it. And this person told me the reason... It's easier to walk through the door. They know they don't need the nitrous oxide, but they know it's right there if they need it. So they've mentally trained themselves to be okay. And I think that's the true example of conquering your fear. So I was really proud of this person. But it's common that we'll use nitrous oxide on those people that want that and need that for the first few visits. But, you know, they kind of get weaned off of it. We help them kind of, you know, indirectly, you know, we'll say, well, you're sure you need that today? You know, it's going to be pretty easy. You have, it's right here if you want it, but why don't we try without it? You can change your mind at any time. Because we want people to kind of grow and and fly and, and not be afraid. We want people to not only get amazing dentistry done, but enjoy the experience and not be afraid anymore because there's a lot of wins to that. And it's not always about the dentistry. It's the mental issue as well. So we don't want people to always feel like they have to rely on that, but it's definitely a, an option if they want it. Now we have people that just have so many anxiety issues in general and dentistry is just one of them that nitrous oxide will always be in their basket of tools. And that's okay. That's really okay. So, 
they're getting, you know, their oral health taken care of and managed. Um, they're smiling. They, they don't have fear. So however that patient needs to get to the finish line, we're here to be their coach. So, you know, um, it's it's a great, safe, safe way to do it. You know, um, the lightheadedness that laughing gas gives you, the, the giggles, the tingling, the feelings of floating and euphoria. You know, my assistant will always say, well, I wish I could have some of that. You know, <laughs> it's just funny <laughs> because it does. It's, it brings on all those feelings. So um, it, ideally, ideally, you're still conscious but drowsy. But, you know, there are some people that don't remember what we did. You know, we're waking them up. They're, they just fell right asleep. Their own sleep, though. They're, it wasn't a sedation. It wasn't like a, you know, they weren't IV sedated. They just actually got so relaxed that they fell asleep. So, you know, we wake them up and tell them what we did. And, you know, they're just so relieved. They just can't believe that they, they went through it. So that's I, that's absolutely my favorite way. Um to do any kind of sedation is with nitrous oxide because it is so easy. The recovery is easy. It's inexpensive and it works. There's other ways. Like I said, we have IV sedation um, privileges at our, at our office. We also have um, oral sedation where you can <clears throat> take a, a pill based on, it's a benzodiazepine. Um, those are also are great. One of them is called Halcyon. So those are for longer Maybe, you know, the short-acting benzodiazepines in, in small doses, you know, 0.125 or 0.5 milligrams, can be given an hour before the procedure. Um, it's a popular choice amongst different dentists because, you know, it has amnesia, hypnotic, um, relaxing effects. So there are lots of ways to do that. I, I just, my favorite is nitrous oxide, but, you know, there are many ways, depending on the patient, you know, the patients may have allergies, they may have airway issues, maybe they can't have a mask over their face, maybe they're claustrophobic. So everybody has a different story, and, you know, we, everybody's not just, you know, there's no cookbook, we, we kind of customize everybody's visits to what their needs are, what their situation is, and, you know, try to get their oral health accomplished as well as conquering their fear so it was a really good question a question we get often and it's just something that we don't talk about very often but it's a very real issue to those that are affected by it yeah. so it really is a, a component of the smile story too uh, how many smile stories do we have of people you know that just put off the dental wear because they just couldn't get that right know? right and um those are the best success stories because you know everybody's going to get amazing dentistry but when you're afraid and you have that level of complication added on to your amazing smile that's just so rewarding yeah. that not only did you get it done but you got it done when you were scared to death to come in the door yeah. i mean some people a lot of our patients are just so excited and they just can't wait to get their smile fixed they're just ready you know they're yeah. they're there early for their appointment they're ready to go and those people are fun that's great and I love that. But, you know, there's always people that are scared to death to walk through that door. Sure. And they're sitting in their car until the very last minute. And and I say that because these are the stories people tell me. You know, I've been, you yeah. know, I got here an hour early, but I'm just sitting in my car. I'm hoping I can walk through the door. I hear yeah. that. And I can't. It's hard because, you know, I don't have that fear, obviously. And I don't have any fears, really. And so for me, I, I have to try to understand that. You know, you have to really get outside of your own self and think, what it would be like to be in their shoes. And so I get so proud of those people for 
the reward when they're done is just like it makes me want to cry, you know, because they came, they overcame so much to get where yeah. they are. It was, you know, the excited people are great, and I love that. The fun people that are ready to go, but the people that are scared to death, it just, it's super rewarding. So. Yeah, and literally, we've heard from dozens of people that that have had that happen. So you know, even even if you have, if you're skeptical about what Dr. Tanya's saying, listen to the people that we've had on the Smile Stories talk yeah. about this. You know, yeah, like, I like when we do our record. I like when we um, do the site visits and we take the radio station to Prairie Dental Group and you. Talk talk to real patients yes yeah. that's that's really it you can listen to me talk about it but when you hear somebody who actually did it yeah. those are great shows to listen yeah. to so they're not given a nickel for what they say they're not given a no. discount as a matter of fact they're inconvenienced they have to come in back into the dental office yeah, and they're to happy help to us do out. it and they're happy to do it they're yeah. happy to do it that's yeah. so much fun and that makes my oh, just listen, fills my cup for people to come over there for your, how can they make an appointment at prairie dental group uh 217-546-0412 it's very rare when you find an excellent dentist receiving patients these days too but you are doing that and we definitely. are there's four of us and we're happy to meet you super dr tanya thank you so much as always we appreciate it thank you so much let's talk guns is coming up next on news talk 94.7 and 970 wmay news you can depend